Hi there, welcome to the Truly Myrtle podcast. I'm Libby and this is episode 21. How are you? Have you got a cup of tea? Have you got your knitting? Let's curl up. You've just got me today. So I'm going to have a little chat about what I've been up to, what's been happening lately. I've got a new pattern out. I thought I'd tell you a bit about that and tell you what to look forward to from Truly Myrtle. So grab your tea, grab your knitting. Let's curl up and get on with the show. Last time I told you that I was heading off to Dunedin at the very bottom of the South Island in New Zealand to go to the Unwind Yarn Retreat and I went, I flew down with some friends, I talked the whole way to the most fascinating woman on the plane. She was actually from Norway, she was a Kiwi, she was living in Norway and she was a crafter, she wasn't even going to the yarn festival, she was going to her brother's wedding. She made so many beautiful things. She showed me lots of photos and she was studying bees in California before she headed down to Dunedin and she was totally fascinating. So I had an absolute ball traveling down talking to her. The guy next to us was going to a tax conference. So I think he was secretly quite interested in our conversation as well. And I did mention to him when he was when we were leaving that he must be feeling quite inspired to learn to knit now after listening to us. And I wondered if he actually secretly was, even though he laughed. But never mind. We had a fun time. So we got to Dunedin. I haven't been to Dunedin for 21 years, I realised. I actually went to university in Dunedin. And that's where I did my degrees. I was there for five years in the 90s. And it's been a long time, hasn't it, since I went back. I feel a bit old. But it was so nice to get back. It is amazing how smells and places just the memories come flooding back to you when you go back to them so I just remembered that feeling of being young and a bit free and studying at university and it was just so neat to to just remember those feelings the weather is beautiful down there it's dry and crisp and sunny and oh I just love it it was fun so the retreat was over a couple of days It's organised by Morag, who dyes yarn for the company Vintage Pearls. And it was a really nice retreat. It wasn't huge. There were about 130 people there, maybe just slightly over. And that was held in a hotel, although we all stayed in separate locations and came together for the day to go to the classes. I met lots of people who know me as Truly Myrtle and through Truly Myrtle. And I was completely blown away and thrilled beyond belief when three people were wearing their washi dresses that they'd made during the washi sew along and a fourth person showed me the dress that she'd made during the washi washi sew along although it wasn't a washi dress she joined in but she'd made another dress another sundress so that was really really neat i really enjoyed that just seeing people in their washi dresses what else happened I went to a class, I did a book binding class, remember I wasn't doing any knitting classes. When I got there, I actually regretted that I hadn't signed up to a couple of the knitting classes, in particular the brioche class, because I met the woman who was teaching the brioche class, Sue, and she was so lovely. I decided I really wanted to go and do brioche with her, but the class was full and I couldn't. So that'll teach me, sign up for classes Libby, don't think that you're not going to do them, that you're going to sit around and knit. If something looks even vaguely interesting, sign up. Sign up for the class because you'll want to do it when you get there. But in the afternoon, I did do a class and I did a book binding class. And I've never made a book before. Have you made a book before? We just made a really simple little notebook. 
it looks kind of simple. It was actually quite a complicated process to make this notebook and it took a good three hours. The teacher who took the class was quite a hard taskmaster, I have to say, but it was brilliant because we all walked away with a really pretty notebook. I showed mine off on social media. I took down some hemp to use for the cover of mine and some linen thread. So it's all natural. I was really, I just wanted it to be a, sort of a fairly muted palette and all natural fibers. And so it is, it's a paper, cardboard, hemp and linen little notebook. And it's really sweet. And I haven't decided what I'm gonna use it for yet, but it will be something sweet, I think. Little notes, little, little lists. It's gone up there with my pile of beautiful notebooks, ready to be used. One day, one day I'll start using them. On Saturday evening, there was a lovely big dinner, which was held in another hotel, and everyone got together and had a drink and ate beautiful food, and we had a competition. It was lots of fun. I got to meet a whole lot more people that know me online and people that I didn't know at all, and we chatted about knitting and we chatted about life, and I had a fabulous time. It was very good fun. I was supposed to be interviewing someone for the podcast while I was away, but unfortunately, a combination of talking a lot and coming down with a bit of a cold meant that I lost my voice. So for most of the weekend, I actually could hardly speak. I was really squeaky and croaky. And as one of my children said when I got home, I sounded creepy. And you can still hear my voice is a little bit croaky. It's it's better, but I certainly have, it certainly wants to go on me again if I do too much talking. So I was quite croaky. I didn't get my interview recorded. I'll have to do it with her later. I think you'll really enjoy it when I do do it. So yes, I think lots of people there thought that I was a, a croaky voice speaker. And I'm not really. I really am not. <laughs> but there we go. That's what happens when you talk as much as I do. Goodness gracious. Anyway, it was really fun, the Unwind Festival. If you're around next year, do pop down. There's another great festival coming along in the South Island this year. In Christchurch, the Midwinter Feast is happening. I believe it's June. I'll get you to have some more details about that closer to the time when I when I know a bit more. But that looks to be very good fun. So if you're around Christchurch or want to head over, head down to the Midwinter Feast. I won't be able to make it. I'm already going to a couple of other festivals this year, so I just can't squeeze that one in too. But I know the organiser. She's a fabulous woman. So I think you'll have a good time if you head along. Head along for that one day festival in Christchurch. I've had heaps of changes just lately. You will see if you visited trulymyrtle.com that there is a new website. Yay, I've been wanting a new website for ages and I'm really pleased it's finally done. I had a logo designed by a woman called Meredith and I think she's done a pretty fabulous job. Go and check it out if you haven't seen it already. It's my name, Truly Myrtle, with a beautiful myrtle flower. And I've got a couple of extra bits and pieces on there for you to have a look at. There's links to all the podcasts. There's links to my patterns. I can't actually sell patterns on the website just yet because the software I'm using doesn't allow me to uh, link up to a New Zealand account, unfortunately. It's, it's being tested, so hopefully it won't be long. But in the meantime, you can click on the pattern pictures and it will take you over to Ravelry if you want to buy any of the patterns. There's also my blog is still there. And what else have I got on there? I've got a tutorial pages in progress. It's working. So the tutorials are actually all there, but they're not all listed together. So that, that will come. And I've got an about page, which tells you the little story of how I came up with the name Trudy Myrtle. 
as well as a little bit more about me. So head over and have a little look if you like. I'd love to know what you think. And I'm really pleased with it. I'm pleased that it's all clean and fresh and we're, I feel like I've got a tidy house and I can just get on with work now. It's very exciting for me. I released a new pattern this morning. She's called Nessa. She's a beautiful big wrap. She's full of texture and lace and slip stitches. She's a long rectangular wrap with a point at one corner. So we start knitting in at one end in the corner and you grow a sort of a triangle at one end that then turns into a long slender body and just it finishes with a big lace panel at the other end. So it's a rectangular shawl with sort of one corner, at one end is, is, is a corner. I really like the, the construction because it's just a little bit different and I like things that are just a little bit different. I've also used a gradient um, yarn for it. So I've used two balls of Nanaba Artisan Yarns fingering, which is on the beautiful white gum wool base. I'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. And I've used one semi-solid in the nest colorway, and then it moves to the gradient in the nest colorway. So it gradually changes from blue. Most of the shawl is sort of an aqua, beautiful aqua blue, and then it turns into, slowly turns into a cream at the other end. And I really love the change of color. I wanted to design a shawl that used a gradient and just offered something a little bit different to do with a gradient because often you see a gradient moving from the top of a shawl to a bottom of a shawl and I just thought it would be quite fun to see it moving from side to side but not in a triangular shape. I, I see lots of gradients in, in sort of those side to side triangular shapes and I wanted to do something a little different and the yarn colours just spoke to me about lace. So I've used quite a simple lace and it forms its natural chevrons through the lace there are panels of lace through it and then a big lace panel at one end. So I've teamed up with Jenna. She's actually got some beautiful yarn available for you to buy if you want to buy kits for the shawl. There's three colours. There's the colour nest, the blue nest colourway that I used. Then there's a purpley lavender colourway, which she said is really popular. It's very pretty. It's purpley lavender that moves right through to cream and that's called Paper Moon. And then the third colorway, she asked me if I'd like to choose another color. So I chose, I just said to her, I thought it would be really nice in gold. It's a fresh springtime shawl. And so she's developed a beautiful gradient, which moves from a golden yellow right through to a, a cream. And that one's called Honey. So you can choose any of one of those three gradient packs. In the pack, you'll get one semi-solid skein and one gradient skein. And if you buy them through Jenna from her website. At the moment, she's also including the Nessa shawl pattern with the wrap, uh, with the with the pack. So go and have a little look if you want to see the photos of the colours. They're very very pretty. They're very springtime colours, and I just think they will suit the lace and the texture perfectly. At the moment, I've got a discount on the pattern. It lasts for the rest of the weekend, so it finishes on at midnight on Sunday, the twentieth of March. If you use the code NESSA, N-E-S-S-A, you can get 15% off at the checkout. And if you buy one of um, Jenna's gradient packs, the discount is actually included in the pack. So that just lasts till midnight Sunday. You'll get it at a slight discount for the overall pack. So go and have a little look and see what you think. My daughters think that I've called the, the wrap after them. So my I have two da three daughters, but two of them, one of them's called Nellie. And the other is called Tessa. And so they firmly believe that Nessa is a combination of Nelly and Tessa. Nessa. 
and I'm not going to tell them otherwise, but in fact, I've decided to start calling some of my shawls names that I might like to think that I could have used if I'd had more children. I'm at a bit of a loss sometimes to decide pattern names. It's the thing that comes hardest to me. But just lately, I've named a few shawls after girls that I just think they have great names. So I've had Liza and Joss and now Nessa. And obviously, I couldn't have a Nessa if I have a Nelly and a Tessa. But I think it's a really pretty name. So that's where the name came from. Nelly, Tessa. Let's pretend it's from them, shall we? Nelly and Tessa. Nessa. I wanted to tell you a little bit about Jenna's yarn and the base she's using. You might have heard of white gum wool. Nan Bray in Tasmania raises merino sheep in a beautiful way. They're ethically raised, it's totally sustainable. She is actually a shepherdess to her flock, so she follows them around for the day and the weeks, and she takes them to parts of her land where they can eat mostly weeds and wildflowers. She says that grass is probably the last thing they really want to eat and they seem to be fairly self-selecting about what herbs and grasses they eat and it seems to be related it seems to relate to sort of medicinal properties within the plants, which I thought was quite fascinating. So Nan's yarn originally was provided for merino suits in Italy and it was super duper soft yarn and then uh, over time she has produced a, a knitting range and some of you will have heard of it before because I know Nan has been talked about and interviewed on a number of podcasts and in blogs over the last year or so. Her yarn is stunning. It's very, very soft. I think it's about 15 microns, so it's light. And what that means is in the 100 gram skein, you actually get more yardage because it's a very light yarn. So within the 100 gram skein, there's about 472 meters. So it's very light. It's, it's not overly slim. It's light, I think. So it's quite a plump yarn. It's a soft, plump, airy yarn. And I suspect that the yardage is because it's so light and so soft because it doesn't strike me as something overly slim. If you want to make the wrap and you can't get hold of a skein that's so long, there's a couple of things you can do. You can either shorten the wrap itself. So you could use two skeins of fingering, which is usually about 400 meters to 100 grams, and you could just knit less in the body section. of the. There's a long slender body section with slip stitches, garter stitch with slip stitches. You can either knit a little bit less than that, or you could have a shorter border at the other end so you could have a shorter lace border. My testers have done a variety of those things actually when they've, they've been testing for me. The other option is that you could just use a little bit extra yarn. So you might want about two and a half to three skeins of a fingering yarn to, to get the full length of the wrap out and it is a beautiful long length. I think you could probably afford to lose a little bit of length and it would still be fine but I like the long length because it's it's you can wrap it around it's really snugly it drapes beautifully over your shoulders if you want to wear it like that it's quite versatile in the way you can wear it in my pictures I think I show three or four different ways of wearing it so I wear it over my shoulders around my neck like a bandana which I think shows off the different ends of the color really well or flicked over your shoulder to one side and almost like a poncho style so there's different ways you can wear it some of my testers have used fingering and, and in fact none of my testers used a gradient so if you go and have a look at the project pages you'll see some other ideas on how to knit the shawl without a gradient some of them have just used a semi-solid all the way through and that is stunning absolutely beautiful wrap because the lace and the texture is still so vibrant in them 
but it's just one solid color and that might appeal to people who don't have a gradient or aren't so fond of gradients other of my testers a couple of my testers use stripes so one tester did cut a big color block of one color at one end and another color at one end other end and then you'll get the difference in ends when you wear it bandana style but it's it's a quite a, a big change in the middle and that looks pretty cool two of my testers used slim stripes they use different kinds of stripes but they use two different yarns and striped them at varying varying ways throughout the shawl so that it sort of just you can move from one color to another and that looks I really like that actually the stripes really suit it it takes to the stripes quite well so there's lots of options to knit for Tessa Tessa look I'm already using my girls names this is crazy there's lots of options to knit for Nessa so have a go check out the projects and see what you think and and come and come and join us in the knit along because I'm having a knit along for Nessa so it actually starts today on Friday it's going to run till the end of April that's six weeks it's a nice long time to knit the wrap it'll give you lots of time to gather some yarn if you want to buy some from Jenna you'll have time to receive the yarn from her in the post and find everything you need grab the pattern you get comfy and cast on so I've set up a thread in the Ravelry group you can come and find us over there for chatter I'll have a few prizes which I'll give out at the end so I'll set up another thread just for finished objects I think and that'll make it easy for us all to see what's going on and I can go back in easily and see what people have done and how they've finished their shawls and but the chatter thread should be really fun so come and have a talk over there come and see what we're all up to and join in I think that's all I had to tell you today I've got a visitor staying with me at the moment the very fabulous Claire Devine she's actually headed off to the beach today to have a little look I've really enjoyed having her here and I've persuaded her to sit down and do an interview with me so hopefully before she leaves I'm going to trap her in a corner with my microphone and we'll do an interview. You might remember I mentioned Claire once before because I knitted her beautiful lady grey hat uh, before Christmas as, one, as a teacher's gift. She's got a fabulous collection of hats and she's knitted lots and lots of different socks. She's a very talented designer and she's very good fun to have around. So join with me next time. Fingers crossed I pin her down and I think we'll have another interview. In the meantime, have a lovely weekend. Give me a yell if you've got any questions about Nessa. I'm happy to answer them. Bye. Is it a scarf or is it half of a sweater? From what I've heard, it could be a third of a puncho. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, because you can do it standing and you can do it sitting. Is it a hat? Is it the start of a blanket? Maybe a ball or even a shawl for a baby There's no excuse now not to be knitting Cause you can do it standing and you can do it sitting Take out your needles, yeah, we're casting up One, two, three, four, five, but once I got a fish and love you, you can do it merry you can do it, John. Is it a gnome or some other homely creation? Wait and see, it might even be for a teapot. There's no excuse now not to be knitting, cause you can do it standing and you can do it sitting. Take out 
got a fish and love you can do it Mary yeah you can do it Mary you can do it Mary and you can do it John